Hello, everybody. I bet you didn't expect this coming out of nowhere, but yes, it's a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Uh, 2020 has been something. So we decided, uh, due to the season of Halloween, uh, this episode will drop a few days before. So this gives you something that hopefully, if you're not in the season yet, this might get you into the season. Honestly, we saw a movie. We saw a few movies. I'm not sure... Um, what we're going to talk about tonight, usually we have uh, some sort of idea, but uh, the one movie we will be reviewing, but we won't be going into um, too much of a um, detail of uh, the the movie. We're, we're just going to give our little synopsis. Uh, if you are wanting to watch the, uh, the movie uh, Dr. Sleep, it is available on HBO Max, um, but without further ado, I'm Steve-O. And I am Tom Hanks. Well, Tom Hanks, I'm glad you decided to finally come on the show. Um, even though you've not, uh, you've been in one horror film, but it was more of a comedy horror film called. Hey, it uh, still counts. We did Shaun of the Dead on this show. Called so. the Burbs, but um, uh, you don't sound like Woody, so I'm a little disappointed. Oh, sorry. I uh, I'm having a little bit of throat issues. That's why I don't really sound like myself right now. That's all right, but um, yeah. Uh, I think we did a show back in March. I'm not sure, um, but uh, yeah, we uh, we are back. Um, I'm, I I think we might have a few episodes for the holiday season. Like we might do another one in November, another one in December. Um, obviously, this year has been uh, crazy. Uh, don't want to get into that. Uh, we, we, everyone knows we've all we're all living it. Uh, but uh, hopefully, maybe next year uh, we might be trying to do. Uh, monthly episodes to get back in the swing of things even though uh my co-host is still uh doing schoolwork and everything like that so um but yeah other than that um what's what's new um well lots and lots of school so that's been fun um <clears throat> i was attempting to try and do a uh i was debating starting a um twitter thread just called anna watches um, where I just get drunk and watch horror movies. Um, that fell apart pretty quickly, but, uh, I did manage to watch several in the in that time frame. So I'll probably bring up, up a couple of them. I do have a news story that is about a week old, but I am very fascinated to discuss that. Um, um yeah, when, whenever you want to jump into our, uh, eerie news of the week, we can actually, we can actually do that. Um, but anyways, um, but yeah, so, uh, going back to what's been going on with us lately or me specifically lately, not really that much. Um, oh, I discovered that I have a very passionate love for bath bombs, especially ones that turn your water blood red. That was amazing. Um, I, um, haven't really, but yeah, since we, we've been working from home, which has been nice, um, I kind of miss throwing tea at people at work, though, that was fun. Um, but other than that, I'm trying to think. I know, it's... I'd, I got a new computer. Yeah, uh, yeah no, you're you got a good uh, new computer, which actually worked out great for me because I took the old one because mine is slow. And earlier, I was just like, okay, tomorrow I'll, I'll test out the uh, the new PC, and uh, uh, or not tomorrow, but uh, Friday night's uh, socially awkward. And uh, this one was like, Audacity is going to keep crashing, and then it's like Dell has three fucking updates, and I'm like, I don't have time for that, so I'll deal <laughs> with it tomorrow. 
uh, when I have free time, so I popped in the new one, so I'm curious how it sounds, because I'm not sure yet. I think I might have to adjust um, maybe certain things still on the Audacity end, or even the board, um, because again, it could be a laptop that actually is uh, using the board to its full potential. Yeah, because uh, who knows? Because uh, the Dell computer that I bought, which I'm, I'm just going to say this, uh, I, I honestly know what laptop I want to get next. I have to save up for it, but uh, I do miss this laptop I did have, which was a Toshiba. Toshiba, and I know that sounds weird because I, 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 it was my first uh, Toshiba that I ever bought, and I have to say, hands down, probably my favorite computer. It was great for podcasting, but uh, the Dell that I just bought two years ago, not so much. So, um, and the funny part is, is like I, I would, I, I would blame old computers. Why, like I knew why they were running slow. I'm like, that's on me. I'm downloading way too much porn. Uh, this computer I have not used for porn because that's what phones or for now so um i was like what the heck uh why is this happening and there's nothing on it all that's on it is i just record podcasts and then i take those podcasts put them on external hard drives to create up memory space so i'm just starting to believe that uh and look i have no affiliations with them so i don't really give, give a shit and and guess what yes if they showed up at my door and said endorse this product i would because i'd be getting money from them but i would highly recommend for you people right now and you probably already know this because a lot of people are more um tech savvy when it comes to computers than I am, but uh, Dell, Dell sucks. When Steve back in the day told you I bought a Dell, this Steve is telling you, uh, you send it to hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, things I feel are... like that should be in like a parody. They just have a hell laptop. Probably. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so uh, how has your several months been? Uh, fine. I mean, Anything we're, fun? we're, no, we're living together. <laughs> I know. It's I was never just, been fun. I was asking you to update the, I was about to say viewers, but listeners. Uh, yes. Listeners or fans <laughs> or be scaries. Yes. I still remember. Um, yeah. if you join the, uh, patreon page uh <laughs> then you would know uh we don't have one so i don't know who you're giving your money to but uh it's it's not us i know you probably pissed because you're like i've been giving this one patreon money and b Horcast hasn't delivered a single podcast throughout this entire uh, uh covid uh coincidence so actually uh, uh hypoth not hypothetically i'm actually curious you know what i'm gonna ask this question and hopefully listeners get back to us you know where to reach us we're on um twitter which um uh, oh, also, um, if anyone's really, again, tech-savvy, I probably just have to look it up, but um, I don't know what Instagram did, but everything used to be linked to the Instagram, and now I actually have to go to my Facebook page to post the same pictures because it only wants to link to one um, oh, Instagram, Instagram account, which is oh, weird, weird, and I can't just set it up. So I'm sure there's a way to do it. If not, then Instagram, that's a really shitty update. It really just screwed up everything. Um, but I, I would say I will try because it would, it would post to our... Uh, Facebook page and also our um, Instagram page and our Twitter. But um, if anyone knows the fuck, I uh, totally forgot the question on this too. Uh, how to update the or link the Instagram? No, no, no. That's not the question uh, I want to ask the Be Scaries. I want to ask them. Uh, it's an actual like uh, horror related. It question? was something horror related. That's what I was asking. But now I fucking for the life of me, I cannot remember. Wow. So, never mind. Um, we were talking about calling it Hell instead of Dell. No, I said uh, that, and then you said this should be a parody, and right. then we were about to, you were asking me, how are things going? And then, yeah, no, it's gone. 
Okay. It's fucking gone. It'll probably come um, back later. No, I highly doubt it because I can't even remember what we were talking about. Um, anyways, uh, I, I was just saying there's – I got to just look up the stupid Instagram. I'm just saying it's a shitty update that you did. And so, Again, I don't endorse Instagram now either, so fuck them. I don't care. No one's coming to give me money, so I don't care. If you want to give us money um, indirectly, though, you can always go to the 4 dot com. Oh, I wouldn't even do that because I haven't even seen any fucking money from that. And we've been doing that for five fucking years. So, Which is I, weird look, because I've been honestly, using that. Honestly, so. yeah. Yeah, and I haven't seen a fucking dime. Yeah. So all I'm going to say is what I should do is just do the fucking Patreon page, I guess, for the network. But I don't think anyone would shill money for that shit. I mean, if people did shill money for that shit, I probably would deliver more fucking content. But this is free, so what are you going to do? Um... <laughs> Uh, fuck, I totally forgot. I know I was looking up the Instagram and everything. That Oh, anyways, our Instagram... Where the fuck... What happened to it all? So... Oh, there it is. Um, the Instagram and Twitter handle is at BHorrorCast, and our Facebook page is facebook.com backslash not at BHorrorCast. Um, but that's... Uh, anytime I have to post something, um, it's a pain in the ass, and I was gonna post something, and now I can't... Yeah, I have no idea where that train of thought was. And okay. it's sad because someone's gonna go back... <clears throat> someone's gonna listen earlier to the episode and rewind it to be like, where was he heading? And then they're not even gonna know because I don't, like... I, I can't even get back to that point of where I can kind of go, oh, this is where I was headed. So um, I was going to ask a question, which people could then uh, respond to respond us. to us, and we at least because we won't be doing another episode until probably towards a little bit closer to Thanksgiving, and then another one for uh, Christmas. Hopefully, that's the plan. Um, don't quote me on this. Um, oh, I have a question. That yeah, go ahead. We can ask. Uh, so, viewers, if you want to reach out to us on Twitter at BeHorrorCast and let us know what are some good slash terrible. Uh, thanksgiving horror movies because steve was able to come up with thanks killing and we also did krista one year and those are pretty much the only th like horror movie thanksgiving movies that i can think of yeah, so if you know it, of anything else let us know because i'm really curious and then i'm also now curious and this is, has nothing to do with my question mm -hmm. um i know we have like uh silent night deadly night i know we have uh black christmas uh we also have krampus um there's a bunch of other like uh santa slays that's another 80s horror film um but uh where where where's the horror hotika movies or the oh, yeah. uh, the where's the horror Kwanzaa movie? I was just about to say Killer Kwanzaa. Oh that yeah, fucking movie just writes itself. It really does. Um, Especially but, if it's uh, written by the people from Futurama. Oh, I was going to say if it's written by like the team of Jordan Peele, I think I should tackle that one because yeah. they've been very good at making stuff. Which we still haven't watched. Uh, which is funny. We've had all this free time, and we ended up watching. Uh, we didn't even watch Us yet, which is also on HBO Max. So we got a. Yeah, gotta check that out. Um, yeah, no, I don't know where I was going with anything, but yeah, um, yeah, we just been hanging around the house. Uh, uh, we set up for Halloween. We got all of our stuff out there. Um, we put uh, uh, spider webs, spider on webs bushes. on bushes. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll let everyone know um, if we get any kids the weird part is is you keep trying to invite people over which i'm like look the people that i wanted to come over can't come over so i'm just fine just eating pigs in a blanket drinking beer and watching uh and starting my horror movies and then if the doorbell rings we give out candy and get to see candy goes oh my god but now i'm trying to think because i thought i'd be at the age where i've tackled a lot of trick-or-treaters and i've never um yeah, I've like, I think the last time I dealt with trick or treaters at our door was uh, in 2000. 
So, so it's been 20 years. I've, I've only handed out candy, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I think my first apartment, uh, mm-hmm. I think I had a total of two trick-or-treaters. Then my apartment after that, we didn't get any trick-or-treaters until late when all the lights were off. And then when I answered the door, because I was like, what the fuck's going on? It's just like these fucking teenagers, not even in costumes, like, trick-or-treat. I'm like, I don't got candy and the lights are off. <laughs> and they're just like, and I'm like, and you don't even have costumes, so get the fuck on out of here. <laughs> um, and then I think the first year we were here, we had two, and we were like prepared. Like we had the lights on, we put some stuff out. I mean, now we have a, co- yeah, a little got, bit more like, stuff. Two bags of candy. This uh, time we got one. We got and a one things. and a couple of things. And I figure if we get to a point of the evening and it, candy's running low and the place is busy, which is really weird because being home, we take walks around the apartment and we've been seeing a lot more Halloween decorations. And I don't know if this is normal. Or the fact that everyone's pretty much just probably staying in. Um, but I'm hoping because our next door neighbor has their whole place decked out, which looks really cool. We got ours, so we're hoping that the trick or treaters will go, oh, this place is open and this place is open. So um, once basically I think about three to four hours go by and you don't have any trick or treaters, that's when you got to call it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a weird and thing. So devour the candy yourself. So I'm really hoping we have trick or treaters because I really hate having leftover candy, being on a diet. And working out now is like it's just it's just oh, death. <laughs> no, it just sucks because I want to eat it, but I'm just like you're just gonna destroy shit that you're doing. Yeah, like you have to I, you basically you have to eat it in moderation, which is so that's dumb. That's not much of a, a deterrent for me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm probably gonna screw well, it up anyway. Well, it's so, so dumb stupid. when they say eat it in moderation, and I get that. But also, I'm in the mindset of like, if I eat it all, then it's gone, and I don't have to worry about it. Oh, see, what I've been doing is because my... Okay, so she's awesome, but at the same time, I hate her because she gave me uh, pumpkin pie Kit Kats, which I... That's the only version of pumpkin pie I found that I actually like, and they are absolutely delicious, but I've just been eating, like, one every couple days, and that hasn't seemed to screw me up, but they're also, like, the little mini ones, so it's a lot easier to, and then I'll just, usually if I'm like, okay, I really want something sweet, like I'm really, or like, I'm like, I'm really like, I need a pick me up or something like that. Like I'll go and grab one, but also, uh, you guys can have a drinking game, uh, with this episode, uh, how many times <laughs> we say like. Oh my god, like, it was like so, like, totally, well, like, crazy. That doesn't count, like, I was just, oh. people are gonna rewind a little bit back and just hear, you said that so many times, just in that short span of what you were trying to get across. Cool, yeah. thanks. Alright, now I'm self-conscious, awesome. Um, Alright, so did you want to jump Happy into- Happy Halloween, <laughs> I just brought you to your worst nightmare. Living with you? <laughs> You know, you keep poking the bear, and I, and people have asked me, and they said, "Hey, if you need an out, you can come here." Who so, told you that? A few. Wow, that's rude. <laughs> I'm just saying, enjoy me while I last. Anyways, yeah, I'll, yeah, I, yeah. Anyways, uh, do you want to jump into the? Yeah, you have some week? horror news. Yeah, um, it's only one story, but I find it amusing. So. <laughs> It is time for eerie news of the week. I got a 
backtrack a little bit. Okay, that was a joke, so I hope no one takes it seriously. <laughs> and then second of all, I almost forgot what sound drop, like I like what music I use for that. And oh. I was like, oh, did I use the crew keeper? I'm like, no, that's, oh, that's uh, Erie, Indiana um, television show. Um, oh. But I, I, this is how long it's been. It's been, it's, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I used to, I used to push out podcasts like no other, and I can't even, no one wants to host with me. I got nothing to talk about. It's just awkward, guys. This is my hell. This is what happened. Okay. I've been broken during COVID. That's what happened. Anyways. So I figured that you would get a kick out of just the title of this. Because it takes so many turns just in the title. So Escaped clone female mutant crayfish take over Belgian cemetery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack in just yeah. that title. First off, uh, this is a great black and white B horror movie right now. Oh, you should see the picture. I want to see the picture. Like you could totally film a horror movie there with like giant mutant crayfish. Yeah, you know, no, no, Anna, Anna, you missed the entire point of the movie. They're cloned. Yes, they're not. They're not just mutant ones. They're cloned mutants. Yeah, so that means mutant that crawfish. means they were. That means someone took them, cloned them, and then something happened, and they got mutated. So that means there's a pair of them in the lab still that are normal, and there's a bunch of them that are just mutated clones. Okay, so it actually gets worse with the first sentence. Damn, escaped self-cloning mutant crawfish created in experimental breeding programs have invaded a, a Belgian cemetery. Self cloning. And these are crawfish. Yes. Now these are like the little small lobsters, right? Uh, yeah, the similar, yeah. Okay, so that's what I was trying. So obviously, that must be pretty. Actually, you know what? I don't know that much about them. Um, uh, but I do. Don't they need water? Um. And also, wild crawfish, which travel across land and water at night and eat whatever they can, do not occur in nature and are banned by the European Union. Uh, instead, the freshwater beasts, which are about 10 centimeters big and voracious, are thought to have been bred by unscrupulous German pet traders in the 1990s. They're similar. Oh my god, this is a movie! This is perfect! Like, really, it's like, who? where is this lab at? Uh, we, 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 well, we pinged it, sir. Um, it's an old, it's an old uh, German lab. What? It was German uh, pet and then, and then you just go, this is great. Then you go into it, and then you find out, you just make up some bullshit, be like, yes, back in back in World War II, Hitler, at large, got into mutation when the occult didn't work for him. He found out that he could make a self-cloning crawfish, and then he released them in America in 1993. It's even worse. <laughs> the EU banned possession... Anna, you keep saying it keeps getting worse, but me, I'm like, that's another plot twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. This mu- the mutation which occurred about 25 years ago means populate. Oh, sorry. Um, they're similar to the slob crayfish found found in Florida, but are parthenogenic, which means they reproduce with themselves, and all their ge- children are genetically identical females. The mutation which occurred about 25 years ago means populations can spring up rapidly from just a single pro Procamberus virginalis. That's a name. In 2018, scientists established the global marbled crawfish population was descended from a single female and didn't need males to reproduce. 
Okay, so... The EU banned possession and release of the uncanny crawfish in 2014, but it is impossible to trace the owners because all the crawfish are genetically exactly the same. So they can't even officially trace it back to the person who caused all this shit in the first place because they're <sighs> all genetically the same. This fucking movie writes itself. Okay, during this pandemic, this is the fucking... Bring us back to the old in drive-in movies where you got those monster movies... <laughs> And you bring it back because it already fits the bill of that where it's like a, a yeah, comic you can do monster. Yeah, double, leech, it's double like feature a, with the killer leeches. It's a, no, this is on its own. It's his own. First off, copyright Steve because I'm stealing this headline and I'm running with it. <laughs> um, no, it's its own. It's it, no, it, it stands saying, on its own merits. I wasn't saying it wasn't going to stand. I'm just saying like you no, can do, do like do, a drive-in no, and do fuck, a double fuck those people. They don't get double. I need, first off, I need to make successfully <laughs> domestically, and then I can finally sell it internationally, all right? Jeez, Anna. So sensitive. No, right? I just know how the movie distribution works. So first off, I pitch it to HBO Max, because they'll eat that shit right up. Then you're like, well, who's going to work? You're like, everybody, because uh, it's a pan-fucking-demic. And then it's great, because right when you said that, like they just clone like females, and they can reproduce, and all that kind of shit, and stuff like that. Then I get Jeff Goldblum, and he gets <laughs> to knock out that line again. Uh, oh, life uh, finds a way. You know, and everyone's like, oh shit, Jeff Goldblum's in this. And then he can actually do an homage where he looks over and you can have like the fly like thing there. And he's all like, no, we won't be using that. You know, um, yeah, you get I'm a like, shit, oh, just get a bunch of, you could have uh, one of the German scientists, like in the old, like, like you do an old like film that they find in 1993. And they're oh, like, yeah, oh, when the it was happening. The one who always plays Nazis. Oh, I wasn't going to get him. I was actually oh. going to, I was actually going to do my love uh, for uh, Robert England. Uh, put him as one of the German scientists in the old video, and also, um, oh shit, I'm trying to remember his name, the guy who's now Jason. Oh, um, crap, I don't remember his name. So this is why you need your laptop that can do superpower stuff, so then you can look this stuff up. Um... So, let's but yeah, you get you get a couple of the old classic uh, uh, people uh, who did some of the horrors in the eighties. Make them the German scientists. Like, yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll start writing scripts uh, sometime this week. Of course, now I say that, and I'm gonna have like one be scary, be all like, so how's that script coming along for your mutant self cloning crawfish? <laughs> which I gotta come up with like a a killer name, uh, the title and stuff like that. But yeah, this thing can fucking write itself. Yeah, Derek Mears. It could be Derek Mears, unless that was like the uh, newest <clears throat> one. He he's he play, he's been playing Jason since Jason uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, Jason takes Manhattan. Okay, that, that, that. which uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. If my Part Eight. Oh, I'm way off. You're only too off. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. Um, well, but see, that, I don't know much about the Jason movies, though. So. See, the other thing I was thinking of is uh, you could even do an homage to the Marvel movies and get, um, I'm blanking on his name, Elrond slash Red Skull. Uh, if he wants to be in it. I'm. Why am I blanking on his name? Mr. He's also Mr. Anderson. Yeah, he's also Mr. Smith. He's also the voice of You failed me again, star screen. Really? Megatron in the Transformer movie. Oh. Oh bloody hell. And then actually okay. the guy who voices cow and chicken is the voice of uh Starscream in that. Oh Lord Megatron, I apologize. I keep wanting to say Hugh something. No, it's not Hugh. Uh let's, let's Hugo Weaving? Hugo Weaving, thank you. I knew it wasn't Hugh, but it had something to do with Didn't even have to Google that. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe you're right. You're my own Google. Actually, you're faster than Google because then I don't have to type anything. Um, um, yeah, but anyways, yeah, that crawfish movie. Fuck, I'm not even going to talk. Fuck that. Okay, look, if you tuned right, in for episodes over. If you if you tuned in for Doctor Sleep, I I'm sorry. We're just going to dive into this crawfish movie now. <laughs> this is amazing. And then it like and then in a cemetery like that's like. Oh, mm-hmm. cause then you can do some weird fucking shit where it's like, oh, there's fucking, oh, that's the sequel. Oh shit. Ooh, not going to tell you guys. Actually, I just realized you could also probably hit up the one guy who makes the, the joke, uh, the, like the old, like 50s style movies, the black and white ones that made like, he made the one movie that, uh, Bones recommended us watch. Oh, um, uh, no. I oh, you want to go like seriously? I, I I know what I'm doing. Okay, I know what I'm doing. I know my vision. <clears throat> it was just a thought. It is a thought, and that's fine. I, and I know it's a what terrible you're doing. Thought. No, I didn't say that, but <laughs> I, I know it might. No, no, I I I was about to do it like that, that old style movie, and now I'm like, fuck it, no, we do it present day. You got yeah, like so much shit to do, and then oh yeah, and then you can tie it in um, because I was. That's what I was going to say. Oh, shit. Wow, it did come back to me because... Okay, so... You find us on Twitter at uh, BeHorrorCast and Instagram. Uh, we have a, you have a month to respond and give us an answer or whatnot. How long... How long... How many years do you think... Okay. It will take... Okay. For them to be like, we're going we're gonna to do it, guys. We're making this horror movie of COVID. <laughs> I give it about five years. Okay, so you're gonna. Okay, so Anna says five. Uh, ooh, I forgot. You can do polls on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, um, okay. I'll look into that because then we could say. Okay, so you're gonna say five. Yeah, we'll just. Uh, yeah, no, I, no, it's you're probably fine. closer to like ten, but I'm just gonna call oh, it five. No, you're. I, I'm, I'm. That's interesting that you went that route. Okay, so you're going with five. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, oh, let's put it, okay, how about we'll also put it this way. Okay, this movie will be in production, basically, let's just say COVID's going to be over next year. Mm-hmm. And, and and then, so they have from next year, because it's gone, let's just say that, which, who, I, I'm not a scientist, I'm just, this is just fictional for this, this movie. Yes. 2021 production, we're not even going to get into that. So you're going to say five years, so 2025 is when we'll see... Like a, co- like, a, uh, a yeah. like a COVID movie, like based on like that virus, because they did with the bird flu, and that was a pandemic one. That's true. How long did that take for? That's you? the other thing. I want to go back and look at that going all like. Now I'm not sure if they they got the pandemic. Like, did that movie come out before we had the thing, and they were uh, like that, or was it an actual? Which I'm assuming that I think we had the bird flu, and then this pandemic movie came out, where it's like, oh, it came from a bird. I'm going with two years. Okay. Because I know Hollywood, I know everybody, and that's only in this fictional world, but they will fucking jump on this as soon as they put... Because you know why? Diseases will be real, and they'll do the thing where they're going to have people, like, they're going to have people in red hats, and they'll be like, I'm not wearing my face mask, this virus doesn't scare yeah, me, and sure. then they'll alarm, they'll basically make it outbreak without the monkey where it just fucking yeah. spreads like wildfire. See, I'm so, going to be perfectly honest, the second you said red hats, I just thought of red hats away! Yeah, red hats away! <laughs> That's what I'm actually talking about, those ladies uh, <laughs> the and the ladies red hats. The ladies in the red hats going, if you, if you think I was, masks. If you think I was bringing, being 
political in this. I was not. I was actually. I want those elder ladies to be like, we're not wearing a mask because it doesn't match with our red hearts. And then all of a sudden, it's just like the one girl's just like hits the ground. It's just like convulsing. It's like, oh shit! (laughs) It's gotten one of the golden girls. Hot damn, mod! Ah, and Betty White will be in it. Oh, I love Betty White. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so you know what I just realized? I do not know. Uh, okay, I am not aware. There's quite possible that there is one out there, but I am not aware of a bubonic plague movie. Um, or is it just because it would be super boring? But I feel like I don't it, know because actually, you, you know you would probably you turn it into a series. Well, I'm not sure because I don't. I'll put it this way: my um. My uh, my uh, my knowledge on uh, Black Plague. I wouldn't say Black Plague. I would say my knowledge on uh, virus movies. I don't know that many. Like mm. basically, I, I would assume if you ask anybody about a virus movie, some people will throw out ones that I'm like, oh, I totally like pff, totally space out. The only virus movie that comes to my mind is always the first one is Outbreak, and it's not really a. It's like more of a suspense like thing, but it's in that era of just like oh shit this disease is spreading we don't know how to how do you kill something that's not there you know like kind of thing yeah i'm sure um, our self-appointed so, researcher but you know and then there's also it. like i said there's pandemic that's a virus movie but it's like uh, that kind of a uh, you know thing where i'm like and there's probably one that's in space um you know so it's like uh, so i don't know so for all i know, I know there is one in split uh space but it's uh that one with ryan, jake gyllenhaal and ryan, ryan reynolds, reynolds called yeah. life life yeah, uh, which we didn't. I was see. thinking splice, and I was like, I know that's not it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, who knows? There's, I'm sure I'm going to get a list at some point uh, that tells me all the uh, virus. I'll just look at them. But yeah, you knows? know what I want? I I I lied. I mean, I, okay. So granted, I would like to see a uh, bubonic plague. cabin fever that was like. Um, well, I guess you could also technically say. Well, no, that was fuck. That's not the bubonic plague, but leprosy. No- Oh, okay. Like, but yeah, um, I um, what I actually want to see is, I mean, I do want to see like a period movie, like a period horror movie about the bubonic plague, or even like a series because that would be kind of interesting. Like following like a family as yeah, the, their whole would, family goes through the bubonic plague. Yeah, I wouldn't know how thing. you would do um, like a movie, but I could totally see it being fleshed out in a series would be kind of interesting. Um, but the other thought was so several years ago. When I say several, I mean like maybe five. Uh, I saw a story about they found the bubonic plague strain in some mosquitoes in Flagstaff. Regardless of whether or not that news story was true, I'm assuming it was because I never heard anything saying it was not. But regardless of whether it was true, I want a horror movie about a bubonic plague outbreak in Flagstaff. I don't know why, but I want that movie. Um... Anyways, so... Okay, so, sorry, this is, was just on my mind. So, the bird flu deaths was 20, 2009. So, that's when we had bird flu. So, now I'm going to find out when... The 2009. We'll keep that in mind. I'm putting a pin in it. I don't know what kind of pin. Maybe it's one of those ones with, like, a little heart on the, like, the end of it or something. I don't know. What the hell am I talking about? Anyway, see, this is what happens whenever you let me just ramble on endlessly. I just start talking about weird stuff. So while you're looking that up, I do want to say I started watching this thing on Netflix. Okay, no, on okay, interesting. Okay. No, no, I was just counting up the years. Okay, so they they did wait a bit. Okay, so pandemic 
and this is action horror, so there you go. Okay. The Pandemic movie came out in 2016, apparently. 2016. Okay, so about seven years? About seven years ago. Okay, so you're actually closer to it than I was. Yeah, so I said between five and ten. Um, so, okay, so jumping a little bit uh, because I don't want to forget about this. So I started watching this, I don't know if it's a docu-series or if it's like a mini-series or what, but it's on Amazon Prime and it's called Becoming Evil Serial Killers. And it's actually talking, it's talking about like basically the psychology of serial killers. They have some authors and, you know, like basically just general like, oh, these kind of people interest me types of things, but they actually do have criminologists, uh, uh, criminal psychologists and stuff like that on it um and like actual um psychiatric psychiatric and uh forensic psychologists and stuff like that on there and it's really interesting just because they're talking about like a lot of uh serial killers that i was aware of they told me a couple of things that i didn't know about certain people um and they also i also learned about several uh serial killers that I didn't even know about, like the Axe Killer in New Orleans. I had no idea he existed. He was, uh, he's also was never caught. So, uh, and you have something to say. Go ahead. I do. Okay, no, I found the movie I was looking for. Okay. So it wasn't that one that came oh, okay. out in 2016, the one that was seen. The one I was seeing was with Matt Damien, or not Matt, Matt Damon, uh -huh. uh, has Lauren Fishburg oh. Contagency. Oh, contingency or contagion? Contagion, there we go. Okay. Uh, thriller drama, so yeah, in that area. 2011. So two years, okay. Like I said, what's going to yeah. happen with the COVID movie? So I was like, see, I knew well, Hollywood would jump on that. So that means see, somebody decided to try to do another virus movie Yeah. five years later. Then. I wonder why they didn't do want to do one about swine flu. Um, unless the pandemic one was the swine flu. Yeah. Uh, but no, oh, I, could be. I feel like since COVID is a little bit bigger, they'll probably wait a little bit longer for it. But okay, how long? Did then it, again, I, I'm probably overestimating it's the Hollywood. sensitivity of Hollywood. Because Hollywood, they this is how Hollywood look at it. And guess what? It might even come out even sooner than because Hollywood could look at it where like they could film some outside shots away from people. They're like, this if we want to show the virus doing stuff, we can just CGI that. And then you go every actor in the movie, and that's when you can have a shit ton of actors can do it all through their mobile devices because they're like, oh, I'm yeah. home. I don't know what a, I can't go out like you could totally fucking do this movie. Yeah, and it'd be super cheap because you could just be like, we don't have to pay for your expenses. Just Skype in from home and we'll record it. <laughs> and there, yeah, I mean, fuck, they're doing a show on NBC like that. Like we're like, I don't like, and there's, there's a comedy. You could totally do that because then, yeah, then you could be people watching the news and you could have when you do have to go out. You know, people who have a hazmat suit, blah blah blah, and then it's like you could have these, you know, everything that's pretty much happening this year with yeah. riots and all this shit. So it's like, yeah, I. And then you could just take it like as footage on people's phones because that's how we're getting all the, the the news these days, you know. That's so true. it's like, fuck yeah, this okay. You know what? No, fuck you, Hollywood. It's another idea, and I'm getting a sequel to that fucking uh, mutant crawfish. Yeah, see, I want to keep calling them bear crawfish. What am I thinking of? Is there another small lobster? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. It is crawfish. Yeah, they're I mean, also they're, called crawdads? Yeah, they're also called crawdads, crawdaddies, crayfish. Crayfish. That's what you kept calling them. Crayfish. Yeah, yeah I'm it's just going to call them... crayfish, but they're crawfish. I'm just calling them crawfish, then, because that's even better. Um, uh, yeah, if you're southern, you call them crawdaddies. Okay, yeah. Uh, craw 
title of the fucking mo- movie, The Fucking Mutant Crawdaddies. There you go. And then you find out, oh shit, they got is this. Is it actually one. The Fucking Mutant Crawdaddies? Yeah. Or is it well, crawdaddies? I'll see what they're going to let. Well, if it's on HBO Max, well, I might be able to get away with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got that. Now I got my fucking pandemic movie. Maybe they can um, just like star it out. So of yeah, it. fuck it. Okay, yeah, I got this. Twenty twenty one's looking great for Steve movie wise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, uh, you were talking about serial killers. Sorry, yes. I had a because no, like, this wasn't the movie because I was looking at the actors and stuff. I'm like, this is the one I'm thinking of, and I was like, oh shit. So I literally had to type, this is what I had to type in Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Bird Flu movie. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so I was talking about serial killers, so check out that series that I said on Netflix that I already forgot the name of, and I'm not pulling it back up on my phone, um, because it actually has um, the axe killer. If you have not heard of him, I would recommend checking it out, because his story is nuts. It has, like, it has murders, it has an axe, it has jazz music, like, it's crazy. It, it, seriously, check it out. Um if anything, if you don't want to watch this, the your description was as bad as crazy as the headline you gave me. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that was it's like it's got axe murders, it's got jazz music, it's got everything. <laughs> it's got references to the Bible. It's nuts. Um, Jesus so, wielding axe murderer jazz man. <laughs> yeah. That should have been the headline. Jesus jazz. Um, well, that's the movie. <laughs> So, but yeah, so check out the axe killer from New Orleans if you don't want to watch the documentary. Um, I will say they discuss one of the serial killers. So, obviously, I have a favorite serial killer because I'm weird like that, and it's H.H. Holmes. I know I've talked about him multiple times in here, and I believe his actual name was Herman Mudgett. Anyways, um, I couldn't remember if his first name was Herman or Charles, and I'm pretty sure it was Herman, and I have no idea where I got Charles from. But anyways... Um, unless that was his middle name, but I digress. So there was a serial killer that they discussed, excuse me, that I actually was disturbed by his crimes and I have a favorite serial killer. So even I'm getting disturbed. So if you want to be seriously disturbed, I will say, check out Albert Fish. <clears throat> the reason why I give you a trigger warning whenever you're researching him, and I mean like an actual trigger warning, not like, oh, I'm offended, is because he would, I apologize if this upsets or offends anyone, but and, he You know, would, how about, instead of saying it, because, yeah, like, you tell I, me, and I'm all like, I'm uh, just, he does, he did some disturbing acts with children, we'll just leave it at that, yeah. if you want to research the gentleman, then research the gentleman. Yeah, and if you're bothered by that kind of thing, then just skip over it. Everyone's home, everyone has Google, they know how to search, if they can't, then I don't know why you come here for me for all your answers. I'm trying to make a mutant crawdaddy movie, all right? Well, I'm just telling and people... And this Patreon is inter- not helping. If they're interested in true crime like that's and or, and or serial killers like that's something to check out. But with Albert Fish, be very careful because yeah. I got nauseated and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to research he's, him. He's a, he's a fucked up gentleman <sighs> and uh, you should check him out on your local libraries. Yeah, he had a thing for children and you don't want to know unless you do. So... Um, 
But definitely recommend H.H. Holmes. And I realized whenever I was listening to the documentary today, uh, I think the reason why I have such a strong fascination with him is because everything he did was so theatrical. All of his kills were so theatrical. And it was only for him. Yeah, where do you think the Joker got it from? It's it's just so nuts. It's like he created this entire hotel for just his own amusement to watch people die. And it's like, like most of the time serial killers, like, or not most of the time, a lot of serial killers do it for attention. Herman Mushet, H.H. H. Holmes, literally just did it because it was for his own entertainment. And it's, like, he had, like, a room, like, soundproof rooms where he could, like, watch or, like, listen to people choking to death in the other room. And no one would find out except for him. And it's just this weird, bizarre, like, it, like basically, I feel like he probably would have been super successful with, like, snuff films. If he was around nowadays, which is, like, really fucked up to say, but, I mean, it's kind of true. But, yeah, it's, like, Holmes, fascinating individual. Um, anyways, yeah, see, this is why you should never let me talk to Sorry, you. Sorry, uh, Raven was asking about um, a project uh, we were working on, and I was like, um... Oh, good. Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, you... Yeah. Also, we watched three terrible movies on Netflix that we don't recommend. Um, uh, no, we watched. Oh no, it's on Amazon. Two Prime. terrible movies on Amazon Prime. Oh, uh, they were by the Blumhouse series. I can't count. Uh, then I know we watched. Um, we went to Shutter. We checked out the original. Um, um, the original Halloween. Oh, uh, we watched uh, three of the Hammer horror films, starting with The Mummy. Uh, I believe it was The Curse of Frankenstein, and then Dracula, or The Horrors of Dracula. Yeah, it was The Horrors of Dracula, because it was uh, the Hammer Horror. Yeah, it's the Hammer Horror films. The first uh, Hammer Horror film was uh, Curse of Frankenstein, which came out in 1957. Then it became The Horrors of Dracula, uh, 1958, and then we had The Mummy in 19... No, 57, 58, and yeah, I believe The Mummy was 59, 1959. Let's see. Horrors... Uh, can't spell. Oh, that's why it's on the German one. Should really get rid of my German keyboard. <laughs> so, Horrors of Dracula came out '58. Uh, the Mummy, the Miney, Mummy, M U M M. Oh uh, yes, Curse of Frankenstein came in in 1957. The Mummy came in in 1959, and Horrors of Dracula came in in 1958. Because I remember jotting those down. Ah. Because. I already knew them, but I basically was going to have them on the show notes. Um, we never got to them on Socially oh. Awkward. I had them on the show notes, and I was basically going to hand the phone to Patrick, and I was all like, let me know if I'm correct on these dates. I have not looked at the phone. Uh, we just watched these movies, but we never talked about movies. But yeah, those was when those movies came out. That's when Hammer uh, decided to take a stab at the Universal Classic Monsters, and those monsters whew, were gone for a long time. I will say I highly recommend checking out those movies because the just like the amount of uh, look I know gravity that it, they add to those movies. The, it's, the like, char- it's not really scary, but it is. You like, have intense. you have you have Peter Cushing uh, 
you know, pretty much, yeah, yeah, leading the roles. Uh, Christopher Lee always being pretty much the monsters in the movie. But they are so great at the acting and stuff that they make you believe it. Even though you can clearly see, yes, it, the film is dated. It came out in the 50s. It's like 19, uh, you know, uh, like the blood is like, it's the first ones in colors and stuff like that. But but if you're, if you, if you like classic horror movies, I highly recommend these on HBO Max. It's just, it's just a treat to watch where like what, pe- what scared people people in the 30s and then they had to up that ante in um in the 50s mm-hmm. so 20 years pass and they're like oh we'll take a stab at this you know yeah although i still want to see the mummy with boris karloff because that one fascinates me just because like he is walking around and talking but just like the fact that his like the uh wrappings basically just rotted off of him and left the imprint on his face like whenever i found out that that's why he looked like that i was like that is a really really clever idea um but anyways so yeah those are on um amazon no they're not on amazon prime they're on hbo max. they're on hbo max um they actually have uh four of the movies of the hammer horror films there's two dracula ones uh i'm not sure right. which one it is in the series because the hammer series is all uh crazy it might be like the third or fourth um i mean christopher lee did a bunch of those movies so uh, but yeah, they're they're fun. But yeah, I've been finding uh, different stuff on you know HBO Max, and so they keep adding stuff. They had just added uh, Ch- it chapter two, um, and then also that's where we pretty much saw uh, Doctor Sleep. So Dracula has risen from the grave is the other one on um, HBO Max. HBO Max, and that was nineteen sixty eight. And let's see, one, two, three. Looks like it was the fourth one. Oh, there okay. was two uh, Dracula movies that came out in 1970. Taste the Blood of Dracula and Scars of Dracula. Well, that happened with um, the Universal uh, monster movies. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, because I think we were looking at that the other night. want to double check. God damn, I'm good. Yeah, I believe uh, Dracula, uh, the original... Uh, with Bela Lugosi, mm-hmm. uh, Universal one did it. Well, I shouldn't say the original because obviously there was Nosferatu and all those ones. But um, yeah, his movie, they did their movie in 1931. And then um, the, uh, the Frankenstein came out just that same year, 1931. Oh, okay. So they did those like ones. And then I think, yeah, what basically happened is, and there's two stories uh, going around. We're not, I'm not sure which one is true because the one was going around for a while. And then it seems like now there's two stories of this, but it looks like uh, Bela Lugosi does Dracula. It's a success. Everyone loves it. They want to do the next like kind of monster movie. So they get Frankenstein and they ask him to play the monster. And there's two Two reasons behind it where it was either he was um, he was like, no, my face is going to be covered in makeup. I have no speaking lines. I don't want this. And he passed on the role. And then they gave it to Boris Karloff. And then he, you know, made Blew that. Up, yeah. yeah, he made that role what it was. And he ended up then getting cast in the next, which is the next, which is really funny that Hammer Horror Films did Dra- uh, Frankenstein and Dracula out of order. Oh, but yeah. Universal did Dracula, Frankenstein. And then the next one was The Mummy. Um which I believe was 1932, but don't quote me on that one. Um, 
Because, yeah, the original ones came out in 1931. So, uh, yeah, so then Boris Karloff kind of took the spotlight. Then the other thing was, like, uh, Bela Lugosi was like, no, I'm just run down from playing this role. It's like oh. we had to do a bunch of night shoots. We had to do – no, actually, no, they didn't do night shoots. Actually, that's a great story. And I promise you we'll talk about the Doctor Sleep. Um, <laughs> there was actually – not only were they filming Dracula during the day with Bela Lugosi, they were also filming Dracula, the Spanish one, oh, uh, at right. night. So then they get different atmosphere and it's actually really funny if you actually get a I'm, I'm hoping it's on that 30 universal monsters uh, movie blu-ray that i saw on uh amazon, amazon. um because i i kind of hope that's in there because i know you could have gotten it back in the day with vhs's if anybody knows what those are um but there was uh you could actually get like the the horror collection of the universal monsters and then they also were like oh you know boom here's the spanish version of dracula and it's like Everybody in that movie brings it, and then you almost kind of, and they film it differently. Like it's the same sets, but they just film it from a different angle. They try different stuff, so it was just like it's a crazy experimental thing to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch the original Dracula, and then watch the Spanish one," because it just like it's so crazy to see. But then you're also wishing like, and it's funny because it doesn't. I'm not saying like the the Spanish uh, actor of Dracula isn't isn't good, but everyone was just like just how it was shot and all the actors in it were did such a great job. You're almost like, oh, I wish Bela Lugosi was in that one yeah i've you heard know? that before yeah so it's uh, yeah but there's all these weird like crazy tales which I- i'm surprised there probably is i just have never researched it i i'm kind of hoping there's some documentaries about this kind of stuff because it's like most of these people are gone and it's either their children live on and maybe have something or whatnot but it's yeah. like a lot of these horror things like go away because there's even like a uh lon cheney jr he played frankenstein at one point or and the mummy um and uh, they, uh, I remember with the mummy, I think they ended up making a mask because it was just like I don't have time for all this like hours oh, and yeah. hours of makeup. And now that um, mask is is still around and it's by a collector, and they have to like upkeep it because it's like the the creator of you know the mask like died. Um, you know the oh, special yeah. effects and some of that, which he did the special effects on Frankenstein, the the original mummy. Like he 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 did a lot. So crazy with that kind of stuff, but. Anyway, sorry. Well, it's Halloween, so enjoy all these little treats. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, anything else we want to... Um, uh, I don't have anything else until we just touch on uh, the whole Dr. Sleep thing. So if you want to just jump into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot we have music for that. We do. I almost forgot about that as well. <clears throat> And actually, it's got a line from Bella Lugosi in it. So, circle it back around. And yes, now uh, that we've had this weird, awkward silence and everything like that, uh, bear with us, people. It's your first time in a while. I bid you well. I am Zach. Listen to them, children of the night. What music they! There's a bird in the dark of night. Monster movies in black and white. It gives me thrills when I get the chills.
All right. So, um, uh, the movie we watched this week was the sequel um, adaptation of Stephen King's uh, The Shining, known as Doctor Sleep. Now, I do want to go back and watch that Shining movie. From Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, from Stanley Kubrick. By the way, everybody died. Sorry to throw that in. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so uh, maybe I want to go back and watch that just to be like, oh, shit. Uh, you know, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I this is a movie that I don't think I saw any previews for, meaning like, um, not like it was an advertisement or anything like that. I think yeah. the trailer dropped. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I just never watched it. Like, it just kind of... Fell out of your head. Fell out of my head. Because well, I think it came out around, like, in, like, July or something. So, like, mid-COVID. So, I think it's kind of... No. Kinda, oh, it, it came out in 2019. Oh, it did? Oh. Yeah, I believe it came out towards the end of 2019. That's oh. what I was thinking. Why it... Like, because I was trying to think what... I was trying to think of movies last year. Um, which I can't even... Like, it's like you had all the superhero ones. And then, like, yeah, this year, it's like we only saw... We saw pretty much Invisible Man. Yeah, and that was pr- that was the last movie that we saw in theaters. In theaters. And yeah, you're then, right. November eighth, two thousand nineteen. Of course, I was wrong. Um, but yeah, so and now I think it's because it's the Halloween season and HBO Max because it's by Warner Brothers, so they're like, might as well throw it on. Throw yeah. it on. Is um, uh, Invisible Man on HBO Max? Because that's yeah. another movie I recommend. Yeah, that one is. I do want to rewatch the uh, the one based off on H.G. Wells' book, the Universal Horror one. That one. Oh, that yeah, one's yeah. Uh, a good one. Um, what an asshole. Um, what was I trying to remember? Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's basically, it follows Danny uh, growing up, and you get to see some of the trials and things he's had dealt with ever since the, uh, the incident, incident at the, the hotel. Um, but honestly, yeah, I did not know what to expect uh, coming into this movie, and I'm just going to say I really enjoyed it. Um, maybe it's because I don't really know any of the source material, because I'm going to be honest with people. If there's a movie of it, I'm probably going to watch the movie over the book, and if there's just a book of it, I'm not even going to bother. So Usually, if there's a movie and a book, I'll watch the movie first, so then I don't get spoiled by being like, oh, the book was better. So then I can be like, okay, I can see like the merits of both. Because then it's like, if I read the book, and then I watch the movie, most of the time I'm going to be like everyone else and be like, oh, the book was better. So I figure that way I can see the movie and then read the book and go, okay, this is what they left out or this is what they changed. And then I don't judge the movie too harshly because I didn't know it beforehand. Um, But this one, I felt like not knowing the content of the book, I feel like it actually, well, knowing a bit of the content of the book, but not that much. I feel like it actually tied the Stanley Kubrick movie and the book together a lot. Like, I, I kind of feel like it did a very nice, um, just kind of combining the two of them. So then it's a little more loyal to the Stephen King adapt or the Stephen King book, but it still incorporates the Stanley Kubrick adaptation and goes, okay, like, we're going to, basically, it happened, but we're also going to give, like, Stephen King his due, like he should have been given in the first place. So, um, I've never seen the show of The Shining or the TV the TV series. movie yeah the TV Everyone movie keeps calling it, like, you keep calling it a show this week it was like there was never a Shining show it was like a made for TV movie it was a two part night event where like oh that's one, right okay yeah it was like the original It like yeah. because Stephen King 
at a certain point was uh, selling a bunch of his stuff to television to be like, okay, at least I can get like, so you, it would air like, oh, it airs, you know, Sunday night at blah, blah, blah. And then like the part two would be Monday and it would just be bringing, basically Roots did this like a long time. I'm sure other people did, but Roots was one of those ones that was like a, oh, so many night events. So it was like this huge thing. So when it was broadcast, it was like, oh my God. So, but it's also interesting that I think about because like, NBC did that. No, uh, it was actually on ABC, I think, back in the day, which is so weird to think that's now owned yeah. by Disney. Um, and then I know they did, because they did that all the time where you watch the first part and you're like, this is amazing. And the second part would always fall flat. So, like, the that first part of The Shining that made for TV movies probably phenomenal. And then the last part is like, this is garbage because they did the same thing with so Tommy So it's basically knockers. like any Stephen King book. Yeah, and that was becoming a trope where it was just like, yeah, everyone would be, because everyone would just go, oh, he knows how to write a beginning. He just can't end it. He just can't end it. And then he started getting blamed for all the all those <laughs> made for TV movies things where he's like, look, look, you say what you want about my books, but he's like, all I did was be like, yeah, here's my here's my book. Give me money and yeah. you go do what you're you're gonna do with it. You know, <laughs> it's like, like he didn't really have didn't any, have yeah. he didn't really have a say in a lot of stuff when it came to that. You know, so like like that's what I'm like. It's like yeah, you could say what it, he's like. Look, yeah, I get it. If I don't know how to write an ending, I don't know how to write an ending. It's all <laughs> like I'm I'm not a closer. I, oh, okay. Sorry, I just realized in the uh i don't know if it's in the book or not but i just realized that's the joke that they're making in it chapter two in the new one where uh billy doesn't know how to write an ending for his story yeah <laughs> so, okay that's way funnier now okay sorry now that like i've seen the movie like at least three times i finally get it <laughs> well you've seen i've seen oh i'm sorry i've seen it chapter two twice I saw oh, it once with you, and then I saw right. it with my friend Candace the other yeah, day. I've only seen them both once. So. But now that they're both on, it always makes me feel like, okay, i got to watch it, and then just watch the one right after it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things where, um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, Doctor Sleep, I thought was good. I would say this, I w- it is a long movie. It's like two hours and change, which is fine. We it's actually two and a half hours. We, we split it up. Yeah. Which actually worked out. Actually, you know what? We just reinvented the the part the two night really party because we really were like, okay, after this happens, we're going to bed. And I'm like, all right. And, and actually, like, it's the perfect time to turn it off too. Yeah, because because so. if you think about it, that would have ended, and then it's like credits. And you're like, oh, I gotta wait for tomorrow to watch the rest of this, <laughs> which is really weird because I actually dreamed about it that night. Oh yeah. <laughs> So it's like just one of those things, uh, but yeah, no, he did the the same thing happened with Tommy Knockers. I watched the t- made for television version of Tommy Knockers. First part is phenomenal for that time. Yeah, I'm, I can't like I haven't seen it in a while. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, oh, this is yeah. Dated. It's like going back and rewatching the Tim Curry like it like chapter yeah. one where you're like, okay, this this is scared to be, me. Yeah, like, but I mean, granted, Tim Curry is amazing, but the way it was filmed was not conducive to tim carrey's acting abilities yeah so it's just like this weird but thing yeah but the first part of tommy knockers i remember great and then afterwards it like gets the second part and it's just like what fucking it's just aliens it's just fucking aliens it's literally what this thing like we thought it was like this weird supernatural thing or whatnot you're like oh my god and then it was just like no it's literally fucking aliens are you fucking kidding me thanks a lot stephen king yeah, fuck you stephen king he's like what well, it was the 90s i don't know why i'm jerry seinfeld <laughs> I don't know why I turned into Jerry Seinfeld. I don't is, know either! Which is so funny, because actually something that I've heard about Stephen King's uh, books is that his the books that aren't as good 
actually make better movies. Mm. And then the books that are really good, like they don't translate for whatever reason, the movies don't do them justice. Well, it's also, it also has to do when you're reading a book and you get your imagination going, you can kind of picture all the stuff and things like that. So then you already have a vision of what you want this to look like. Yeah. And if you discuss this with your friends and stuff, they're like, Oh, I had the same thing and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Cause my dad said when he saw Lord of the Rings and the, the, uh, ring raves is that what they're called ring wraiths yes yeah he that's what he pictured them look like when he read them the book and he was just like that's crazy that peter yeah. jackson got this now i don't know if that worked for everybody in that movie or whatnot but it's the same thing like if you're reading something your mind's building upon minds especially if it's like i mean if you think about <laughs> even frankenstein how frankenstein looks like in the universal movies there was barely a description of what the monster looked like in the actual book. Which is why I think that that's the difference, though, is because Tolkien was so detailed in his writing. Like, he'd take three pages just to set the scene of, like, what a room looked like. And so then, like, actually you get, like, you could do that in just a single shot in a movie. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I guarantee, I guarantee if you probably read it and you get to the ending where, you know, what it's supposed to actually be, the creature or whatnot, I'm sure the the description the book hopefully it's better if it's literally like you just flip the pages like giant mechanical spider and you're yeah. like what? and you're like he really literally wrote yeah yeah in the book um but i don't know because i didn't read the book but i did see <laughs> both movies and i will say whatever he was at the end of the chapter it chapter two i was like yeah i that, of the I'm, I'm good with that yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's why I say it chapter two because when you say it, like Stephen King's it, it referred to the Tim Curry one. Now you have to oh, be okay. like it chapter one and it chapter two, which oh, really sucks okay. because I'm really hoping like one day he's just like, no, I just they're back to back. Yeah, like it's a four hour, it's almost a five hour movie. <laughs> it's part one and part two, just but you don't even know. You just pop it in and you're like, God, this thing is long. And you're like, okay, well, it's ending. And then all of a sudden it just like takes up right where. And you're like, what? Oh, no, I, I have gotta... to pee. And then I'm like, oh, I'm at home. I, I can do that. <laughs> but yeah, back to Dr. Sleep. Uh, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Um, if you're already paying for it, why not? We're, Halloween season. We're not going to spoil anything for you because it's a very interesting yeah, movie. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. And it's also, very, it I f- really holds your interest. I, f- I really feel like I need to watch it again if I'm going to have to try to like describe what I saw. Yeah, because... But, um... And and, and this is not, like, even trying to be, like, in a bad way of, like, oh, I don't really know how to... Like, like, it's good. Like, I can start picking out pieces and stuff like that. Well, it's it's hard to explain it without spoiling anything. I'll just say this. I'll I'll try to give a synopsis, and you can be like, hey, no, that's a spoiler one out. Okay, so basically, it's the sequel to The Shining. (laughs) Um, It's... You you follow Danny as he, he, he grows up in certain years... And it kind of shows you pieces of, like, what he's going through up until now. And then you find out there's, like, another person out there with that gift. And then there's also these other beings that are out there who kind of want that gift. In so, a way, yeah. In a way. It's this weird kind of thing where yeah, you're again, like, it's what? really hard to explain without just uh, breaking But down I'll the say this. It, it, it kept my interest. It got me smiling at certain parts because I'm like, oh, this is like from the, the original one, you know, yeah. like the, the And first it actually book. had levity to it. Yeah. So it had so, some funny parts. It does have funny parts, but it has also some like sad parts. There's parts in it where I was like, oh, oh yeah. God, I can't believe that I just happened. Up. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. Um, I will say this. If you have not see The Shining, this will give you bits and pieces of it, like in flashbacks. 
Um, but if you, but if you're going into this without anything, like I'm very curious, like what your opinion then is of the movie, because just <laughs> yeah. be all like, did they do a good job of trying referencing that? Um, this is the thing. I don't remember the original movie that well, but I do know bits and pieces. Um, like I would have to go back and watch it and then I'd be like, oh, okay. Yes. There we go. Like, but it's been a long time since I've seen, uh, that one. Yeah. It's been a, uh, hot minute since i've seen the for the the shining as well so but i it is definitely due for a rewatch which would be kind of weird because we just watched dr sleep and then we're gonna go back yeah, and I, will watch say the shining. I will say this if you've never seen any of those movies definitely track down the shining first because going from dr sleep and then to the shining you do realize like i think what the shining was filmed in the 80s yeah so like it does show, <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna be all like, "Oh, that other the hotel looked so much better in the first, like the sequel," you know? Yeah. Um. Because yeah, it's actually, uh, but they still do an amazing job, oh, especially yeah. with the special effects that they had in the first one. Yeah. So. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And this movie, like, tried to do. I think they did a lot of practical effects. It's actually about the same guy you were telling me. It's actually about the same guy. Who wrote who Haunting wrote of Hill House, Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, hang what on, let me Oculus? pull... Oculus? Uh, yeah, he wrote Oculus, he wrote Hush. Hush. Um, I think that was pretty much all of the... Yeah, yes. Mike Flanahan is his name. Yeah, he's he, he knows what he's doing. He's like... He's oh, like he James. also wrote Gerald's Game, which I think is another Stephen King book. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think that was on Netflix, too. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's been on... Uh, but he's he's like he's like James, uh, James Wan, like... They yeah. just they just know the horror aspect and what to what kind of tropes to do, what kind of tropes to reinvent, what kind of just just new like ways to look at a horror film. And now of- that, yeah, now that you say that, I want a movie that's written by Mike Flanahan and directed by James Wan because I feel like that movie Conjuring would be 3. terrifying, dude. Yes, like if they if they if they're doing the Conjuring Three and James Wan, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to direct. I'm not going to write this time. I'll direct and produce, but I'm not going to write. And or they even bring like co-write. Because I feel like they'd come up with some terror. Because, I mean, again, like freaking The Nun in Conjuring 2. Terrifying. What is his name? Uh, Valak. I have a better pitch. Okay. Not Conjuring 3. They okay. can collab on Conjuring 3. We'll probably really get a good deal in it. And when they collab, everyone realizes those two work good together. Then you know what they give them? Huh. Hellboy. Ooh. Netflix series. Yeah. And bring back or David HBO Harbor. Mac. I totally would bring back David Harbour. Because he was great. Like, the movie wasn't that great, but they had... That's a sad thing. That movie had some great references. Uh, but... Uh, yes. Okay, fuck. Okay, no, you know what? Fuck, Netflix, give it to me. Okay, <laughs> hear me out. Bring back him. Yeah. Hellboy. Just make you the head of casting. Ron Perlman's the dad. Oh, dude! Hell Yeah. And bring back what's his name who played Abe in um, the second one, yeah. second Hellboy. Um, yeah, if you want to or whatnot. But I'm saying like you can bring all that stuff together. Yeah, like and not leave any of it out or whatnot. So it's like, yeah. but that'd be amazing because I'm like Ron Perlman's up there. Just give him a beard. Yes, he might like look like that the old man from the comics, <laughs> but everyone would probably go. And then you can have him in the series for a bit, and then when the time comes for like to give you that cliffhanger of like, oh, he died or whatnot, you know. But yeah, yeah I, I would that. love to see that because a Hellboy series, like the comic books are great because the comic books read like a fucking series where it's like it's like it's like the it's basically supernatural before it was. Super supernatural 
Like, yeah. like, because it's like that team and stuff like that and actually investigating. And like, I love, yeah, the Hellboy movies are great and they're fun and they're entertaining. But like, if you read those comics and dive into that world, it's so freaking like, cause then I would love for like uh, my, my idea, if I, if they ever were like, Hey, could you write like a, like a, a mini series of Hellboy or whatnot? I already have the idea is basically someone breaks into uh, the Warren's museum yeah, and starts stealing the artifacts and then Hellboy has to go back and track him down to put him back in the sacred place. But then it's great because when he runs into certain, you know, things, those demons come back out and then he has to fight him. And then the thing I would love the most is uh, the Annabelle doll and he just bitch slaps it and it goes flying. And then you just see like the demon who was holding the like doll, like what? And he's all like, get the fuck out of my face. And just like punches him like <laughs> with the thing because he's got that fist and stuff. But it works because he's, he, that's what their business does. They deal with all these weird, crazy, yeah. mystical things. And I think that would be such a crazy, like story just you know um that kind of thing and then it's great because the warrens it's and then when like at the end we're like because hellboy you know is so old he could be through all these time periods so you could have it during a you know a time period of where they were active and everything like that and literally just do a thing where it's like they you know he's like oh here's all the stuff back and everything like that. and they're like oh thank you hellboy but it's not like they're concerned about it they're not like oh there's evil present here and stuff like they usually bothered by yeah, it. yeah like they usually would sense you know and stuff like yeah. that so it's like already you're like oh, yeah, oh shit. Lorraine it's is like, psychic so yeah so it's yeah. like the thing where she's all like but that could be a great thing where if you want to tie it into the actual hellboy series she could be all like you're a great man and you're gonna have to make a big decision soon yeah like you know like do you want oh, to keep dude, on the like yeah. fuck like I would I I would kill for that. They're just like they're like, hey, you want to you want to write you want to write a Hellboy miniseries? I totally would write that story. Oh hell yeah! Because I don't think it's been done. Yeah that yeah. Alrighty. But yeah, you can just do so much shit. But yeah, I gotta check How much out. time are we at now? Uh, we're at an hour. I figure we're gonna oh, wrap damn. it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrapping it up, but that's why. But yeah, I'll leave you guys on those notes. So yes, yeah, so this actually episode should just be called uh, "Check Out Doctor Sleep." But Steve's got a lot of fucking good ideas. God damn it, I just wrote like three I feel like movies. It should be called uh, "Doctor Sleep" and movie pitches. Uh, yeah, my three ideas, and now my Hellboy pitch for a miniseries. So, and also the Netflix series. So like. Oh yeah, and my pitch for a bubonic plague movie and then a pandemic movie based in Flagstaff of the Black Plague coming back. The plague came back the very next day. Sorry. Um <clears throat> You got distracted? No, I was I was like, wouldn't your bubonic plague movie be the Miss Mon and Flagstaff? Or you well, want I want a period bubonic plague movie. Oh and then okay. I but want you don't even know if there is any of this stuff already out there. I don't know, but I if there is a period bubonic plague movie out there, I will track it down and watch it. Um but yeah. Alright. Well uh that's all I got. So uh I guess uh four out of five uh Kids oh, yeah. on bicycles? Tricycles? Uh, I forgot about that. Um, tricycles. Yeah. The way you, you... Oh, right. Or I could do old ladies. Old ladies. Whatever. Whatever. I would give it a four and a half out of five. I have, yeah, I'm giving it a four out of five of whatever we just chose. So, yeah, Dr. Slip, check it out. Great. Um, yeah, you know where to find us and uh, whatever questions I've asked. <laughs> um, I can't remember anymore. My brain is just it's gone. Okay. Uh, I'm podcasted like this since 1974. But, uh, well, eat some chocolate, have some fun. Happy Halloweens, ghouls, and boils and ghouls. And Throw candy at I honestly heads. would whip out a um, Crypt Keeper right now, but I, I'm. 
You don't have I'm the energy. I'm spent. Apparently, I'm just like Ugh. talking for an hour is surprisingly draining. Uh, which is weird because I talk for two fucking hours or even longer on. The I think I just suck all the energy out of you. Yeah, you're a you're a. <laughs> I'm a energy second. Yeah, you're an energy. I'm an energy vampire. Yeah, you're an energy like vampire. Like Colin. Colin, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I forgot. Yeah, check out uh, what we do in the shadows. That's hilarious. Two seasons out. They got picked up for season three. Also, if there's you so much horror shit that went on. Yeah. Also, if you haven't caught it yet, uh, check out. Lovecraft Country. It's fully out. It's on HBO Max, and we still have two episodes to go. We've been kind of saving them. It has no, been, we've been amazing so them, far. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we hope to uh, watch those two episodes, and then we'll probably do a huge breakdown. So, I'm, I'm you guys have plenty of time to watch them um, if you're into that. Um, and then we'll probably, I'm guessing we'll probably have a Lovecraft, that huge Lovecraft episode, probably like sometime in January. Yeah, because I'm probably going to have to do a breakdown of, like, actual Lovecraft lore and stuff. Because mm. I am, I adore Lovecraft. Tobin's so, Spirit Guide? Uh, that's Ghostbusters. <laughs> what did I ruin? Tobin's Spirit Guide is not involved with uh, Lovecraft. He's got No, the, I was just referencing all the, like, oh. supernatural occultic stuff or whatnot, where you're like, I have to look it up and stuff, and that's why I was like, oh, like, in the Tobin Spirit, like, I'm just... <sighs> I have to look it up in my Necronomicon. <laughs> yeah, it is. Lovecraft is the one who came up with the Necronomicon. No, that was Ash. From I'm, the Evil Dead. I'm pretty sure Lovecraft existed okay, before Ash. Okay, what did uh, Lovecraft do? He wrote several short stories. We just talked about this. If there wasn't a movie in any of it, I don't know any of it. <laughs> do they talk? I don't think they talk about the Necronomicon and Reanimator. Okay, sorry, I'm just dragging things on now. So I will let you wrap up since you're tired. Which is funny because that's the only probably Lovecraft thing that I've seen <laughs> is Reanimator, and, I, and you're like, that's that's. A, that that's not what happened. <laughs> no, and I'm, all, and I'm all like, that I'm not reading the book because I no, love I that. That me. movie's great. That book can be a slog if you're not used to his way of writing. So no, that 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 movie's just like ah, this is the '80s. <laughs> um, oh shit, that's what I was gonna say. Um, before we go, uh, we watched this documentary on Shutter called In Search of Darkness. It is four and a half hours. It that's talks about right. all these 80s horror films, and there's also a sequel that's coming out, um, which I'm going to be probably picking up tomorrow. Um, or at least ordering it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, In Search of Darkness 2. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, we'll probably, well, I'll probably be watching it again at some point. Um, and then probably the sequel. Um but yeah, we'll definitely talk about that because that's a that's a fascinating documentary yeah, um, really good. and all this kind of kick ass shit. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap this episode up of None Other Be Horrorcast. Uh, you know where to find us. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone! Stay safe and uh, until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another spooky production of the 4 Eye Radio Network. For more ghoulish tales, check out 4iRadio.com.